How's it going, everyone? My name is Ricky Senpai, and welcome to episode 16 of the Nisian Crossover Podcast. With me, I have the resident sensei, as always, Simba. What's up, everybody? And for today's podcast, we have a plethora of topics that I know that you guys would definitely like. So before we get into the topics, Simba, how has your week, my friend? It's been it's been busy. Pretty yeah. Much, yeah, pretty busy. We know Auckland just went into lockdown level three. Just came out of it like yesterday. Oh, yeah, on Wednesday. Came out on Wednesday midnight. Uh, but during that lockdown, I pretty much just um, cleared out uh, my room and me and my wife's bedroom and we kind of just did like this massive like spring clean thing and yeah it's did a whole new setup for my room and as you can see mm. things are still empty behind me got some extra stuff here the vacuum behind me as well so I'm still in the process of setting up my room and stuff but yeah other than that I'm also teaching my kids online um as well but yeah it's been still, it's quite still busy. online classes next week for you guys um or back to school no, no, no. Everyone, everyone came back to school. I had like, I have 25 kids in my class and only 15 turned up today uh, for level two. And But normally my kids, the kids who didn't come today, they normally don't come until level one anyway, so. Yeah. yeah I would, I'd like, that's, I found it strange that they should have just like, because my little brother had to go back to school. Mm. But I was like, bro, you're going to go back to school today. And then you're gonna have to come back home tomorrow. Pretty much. The school yeah. should have just like you know, just have the week off. That's, but all, like, that's all I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah. But nah. How's it? How's your week, man? My week's all right. I'm just been working a lot, bro. I got offered like a, I got offered like a, um, like a managerial job. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. But it's just like it's. I sat down with my boss and uh, he was talking about. Um, wanting to offer it to me and stuff but the thing is that there's six guys on our team and um because i was the new guy they, they've kind of just gone right past the six guys and just oh, asked yeah. me if i want to offer it to me but i think it's it's at work the weird thing is is that like like no one really talks to each other true but like what, as soon as i started because like because they kind of have their own little clicks like to stay in that corner but like ever since i started i talk to everyone and then it's weird because in the lunchroom like everyone, we all sit in one table now. Like, yeah, that was the table that I first sat in because I started talking to like one guy, and then that guy sat with me, and then like I think they just see that shit, man. This guy can make friends with everyone. It's a good quality so, to have. Yeah, but see, the thing is that I'm not sure if I want the responsibility. You know, it's more money, more anything, but shit, I, I don't. Like, I wouldn't want more responsibility, but that's just me. Oh, yeah. but don't you have don't you have plans to leave though? Yeah, yeah, I do, but it's like when I seen the money. I mean, it's, it's like a, it's a good like, yeah, good yeah. to have a. Eh? It's good to have, but hey, let's let's just see how it plays out. Let's see how it plays out. Mm. <clears throat> Anyways, <clears throat> moving on to our topics. Our first topic of discussion is the new Nintendo Direct. Um, what, it's more like a conference? Was it a conference or was it like an announcement? Yeah, I guess you could say, I mean, like, they didn't have people there, so it wouldn't be a conference. But, yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of like that. It's kind of like your your E3 or your, you know. For big, Nintendo. Yeah, but it's like for Nintendo, but they kind of just push it out online. They don't bother with uh, the whole crowds and stuff, you know. I see. Our first topic will be the first Nintendo Direct 
since 2019 if that was correct. And the last one they had was in 2019. 2019. Uh, no. Yeah. They have, they have, they've had others. They have others. Oh, I get it. I must have heard the uh, presenter wrong. But that will be our first discussion. Um, Nintendo Direct announced that there will be a couple of games coming out, etc. But I will let Simba lead uh, this first topic because he is the Nintendo nerd in the group. Number two, we will be talking about anime animators and their pay discrepancies. If you guys didn't already know, animators in Japan get paid peanuts for their services. We do know the quality of their work that goes into a lot of animes that we enjoy now, but they are still getting paid peanuts. They are often overworked and severely underpaid. So me and Simba will attempt to dive into this and see what we can as consumers do to help them better their situation. Mm. Um, the second anime topic of the segment, we will be talking about the latest episode of Attack on Titan. Yeah. As you probably already know, Attack on Titan is the hottest anime out right now. So it's only fair enough that we give our thoughts as we are anime watchers only. And for you guys that don't watch the anime and our manga readers, we do apologize if we do. <laughs> botch a lot of the things talking about but we are speaking from a anime perspective and spoiler alert because we will be discussing uh, the things that will be happening on the episode and lastly we will be moving on to our last topic which is tesla and its innovations tesla is a tech company tech giant that has dabbled in creating electric friendly cars they've dabbled into flying rockets into outer space and They've dabbled in Neuralink, which is a form of pretty much people say that's the end of the world. So, you know what? We will save that topic. <laughs> interesting. For interesting. Interesting. We will save that topic uh, for discussion. So, without further ado, let the podcast commence. Simba, take it away. Sweet, man. Well, first of all, thank you for giving me this uh, opportunity to lead. I'll be the first time I actually lead something, a uh, topic in this podcast. Uh, you can but be first, your topics. Huh? When you choose your topics, when you have your topics, you can lead your topics. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, those be... Hopefully, I don't botch this up and then we have a meeting later on and be like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you had one chance. <laughs> um, anyway, so, uh, Nintendo Direct, um, it happened um, just under 24 hours ago. Uh, it happened on, what is it, on Thursday, New Zealand. I think around mm. 4 p.m. or 3? What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one of those uh, times, but... Um, for those of you guys who don't know what Nintendo Direct is, um, you know, Nintendo Direct have these things called Nintendo Direct every um, every year. Uh, it's not yeah. once a year, but they have it, like, spread out. Um, and it's not really, like, a set schedule. Like, you know, they don't always come out in this time. They don't always push out, like, a Nintendo Direct, like, every year, um, you know, this time or a set time. Uh, they, it's random. And the thing is, is that when it's random, they always maybe give like two to three days leeway and they announce like, yep, Nintendo Direct is happening in the next three days. Get ready because they've got some announcements. And I actually find that, um, you know, pretty cool. Mm. You know, um, normally with uh, PlayStation and Xbox, you always look forward to the, I think the E3 conference would be the biggest one, eh? Yeah, Where they announce a lot of games. One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, Sony has their own one and then, Xbox, Microsoft has their own one, but yeah, E3 is pretty much the console one. Mm. Um, and Nintendo just have their, you know, their own little thing called Nintendo Direct. Uh, they don't do crowds or anything like that. It's just all the trailers. Um, normally, you have the creators of games um, have to do a little presentation, like a speech, um, and they just push out all the trailers, uh, teasers, 
um, and even some gameplay um, footage as well for games that are mm. near releasing. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, Ricky, was this your first Nintendo Direct? It was my first. Yeah. It was my first. So, um, first yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good because like normally it's funny because when I when I saw this Nintendo Direct, um, it was about forty minutes long, forty to fifty minutes long. Yeah, it's quite long. Yeah, yeah. Some Nintendo Directs they're like really short. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. they can be re- they can actually be this long. Like the one before this one, I think it was beginning of this year or end of last year, and it was only about like ten minutes, and it was mainly covering like Pokemon and and Mario. I think that's what it was. Straight to the point. No, no filler. Yeah, no filler. <laughs> um, but um, anyway, I'll, I'll, before I give you my give you guys my um hot take on it because you know I've had my I, after watching it, I have my own favorites. Um, and there was also a couple of things that I'm actually a bit disappointed in. Uh, but, but before I give you guys um, what I thought about it, uh, Ricky, how did you find your first Nintendo Direct? And what were some of the announcements that you liked and what are some of the games you're looking forward to um, coming this year or next year? It was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed uh, the, pre- the, pre- the presentation. presentation. Mm. Um, I don't... It's... I like, like I said, I like the fact there was the they went straight to it. Like there was no like like filler. They didn't muck around. They didn't try no gimmicks or anything. I like the fact that it was direct, and it was weird because, like I said, it's my first Nintendo Nintendo Direct. You know, I felt like a virgin. That's what I felt like. I sat <laughs> yeah. there watching. I was like, wow, this is this is pretty cool. But I think they were they were probably they out of the entire out of the entirety of uh, the direction. There was probably only two things that I was really looking forward to, and that was. The new Monster Hunter Rise trailer that I watched. Nice. I thought I thought that was perfect. Only because we uh you know, we played a ton of the Monster Hunter World. Wait, and to man. see the, the new there's this new storyline that include and how they tie the story, which is called the Rampage, and, and you see like a whole bunch of monsters like storming the gate and then yeah. everyone's working together. But my favorite part of, of that trailer was um, you know the two twins? I think yeah. one is called Hanoa. Yeah. How they how they enter into the fight. It's like I think one of them had like a, was it gun lance? Yeah, it looked, bro, it looked like a gun lance. Yeah, we're on a budget, but uh, whatever it looked like, it looked pretty, pretty cool. Mm. I was stoked. I was like, shit, waifu, straight away, <laughs> straight away. And I saw, um, did you get a chance to hunt the Rajang? Rajang, Rajang, oh, I think Monster Hunter World. I tried. I want to go back because there's so many monsters that the you know the new ones that have come out. I haven't even. Hunted them yeah. down, so yeah. Bro, I I seen a Rajang in there, and I just yeah. I just like fuck, my mind blown. This dude is so, he is one of the hardest monsters you will ever fight. I He's heard. an apex predator. So when I seen that, I was like, bro, people gonna have headaches with this guy because this guy is he's already really hard to kill. Mm. And I seen another probably the my 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 final highlight of uh, that trailer was that apex monster that looked like a bear. I think it's ape apex. Azuros? Yeah, yeah. He looked pretty cool, look eh? cool. He looked cool. He looked cool. Bruh. Big ass bear, claws. Yeah, that was awesome. And probably the only other thing that I was excited about was I was excited for more Breath of the Wild news, but they announced that that will come later on in 2021. Mm. But I seen a trailer of Zelda Skyward Sword. That trailer for was that I thought that was cool. That's like, cool. I'm eh? looking forward to it. Even though like I'm a bit iffy on the graphics, like that look of Zelda, only because Breath of the Wild is my first Zelda. I have high expectations of what it should look like. It, it looked like it looked like a bit like Jack and Dexter. Yeah. 
Did you? Yeah, that's what that's what it looked like. But yeah, maybe that. As I thought, and the new sam there's the new samurai. I think yeah. samurai warriors. Yeah, that look cool. I mean, I don't. I've never played any samurai warriors or dynasty warrior games, but anything set in Japan, best believe that sensei and senpai are excited for that. Definitely. But man. uh, yeah, those are my uh, takes. Nice. What about yourself, Simba? Oh man, I I thought like the off the bat like right in the beginning because nintendo has this thing where they love to introduce like you know oh you know they introduce new fighters for smash bros especially yeah i seen that yeah, yeah. and in the beginning one was um they introduced um i don't really know these people but they called it's pyra um from xenoblade chronicles 2 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um that was the person that they announced and the funny thing was is like a lot of people are saying that um the way that Nintendo did it, it looked like it was going to be a Xenoblade 3 because it was just... It, yeah, yeah that's just, what I thought it was. Yeah, that's the same as me. I thought, like, oh, man, he's got Xenoblade 3 already. I haven't even played, like, two. Anyway, um, and then the way they've done it, you know, is that Pyra's gone. He's he's searching mm. for her, and then, and then, you know, we find out later on that she's actually taken into the Smash world. <laughs> what the... Yeah, shit. That caught me off. You're right. It's interesting you brought that up because that's why I thought as well. Yeah, so I, I like that. Like you know, I I mean, I'm not that good at Smash Bros. I I love the idea of like different um characters coming from different games like clashing against each other, uh, but I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, yeah. also another thing, like something I'm really looking forward to. I'm definitely gonna pick up this game as soon as I can pre-order it. Ninja Gaiden. Oh, they look cool. Man, I think I played two. Was it two? Yeah, they look cool. They look cool. And the amount of times that I hired that game from the video store to try and clock it was yeah. probably the number one game that I tried. I hired the most to try and finish, and I always got stuck. Was like, that that was from Xbox A? Uh yeah, Xbox and, and PlayStation three, two, or was it three? Yeah. Hmm. I think. Ninja... I don't. I'm not sure. Are you excited for Ninja Gaiden? I'm so excited, man, because I know the 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 past me is like. Come on, man! Let's go! Let's beat this boss! I did. I I remember the boss, like clearly the one that I was stuck on, and it's so annoying. It's like I remember. I think it's Ninja Gaiden Two, where like mm. you end up fighting like Velociraptors. I think it's it's such an old game. I I, I remember playing it at my cousin's house. Yeah, or you, it's yeah. like these raptors slash ninja. Then they're freaking hard, man. Are you, you excited? Like, you nah. get to play it handheld. Are you excited? You get to play handheld. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so cool. Um. Yeah, I was actually amazed at the Apex uh, Legends as well being ported mm. to Switch. Uh, did you catch that? About time, I'm taking ages. That's oh, it's funny because they they they've made a billion of a billion dollars already from the PC and cons and um yeah PS. But yeah, are you gonna pick it up? Would you pick it up on um? No way. <laughs> I'd have to get like a gaming controller to play it because I can't. I don't think I could ever. Play a first-person shooter with the the way that the buttons are set up on the Switch. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, unless you get like one of those ergonomic grips. Yeah, I'm looking to get one of those, but that's the only way I'd be able to play it properly. Otherwise, you'll be yeah, it'll just be uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Hyrule Heroes. Did you yeah, look at that? There's a DLC. Like short A. Yeah, it was just a DLC. Um, mm. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, you know, they're following um, Pokemon's um, where they released their DLC. They announced the DLC and they have like two phases. 
Mm. Uh, so that'll be coming out um, this month or this year as well. Um, yeah, Zelda Skyward. Skyward. Yeah, I was really excited about that. You won't be able to enjoy the the Sword and Shield though, because you don't have the Joy Cons. Why? Oh, so yeah, like, I seen like you talking about the that special edition. Yeah. So the no no. So the Wii, the Wii, the, uh, because um, Zelda Skyward came out on the Wii U, and the way yeah. that they've done is that you have like the nunchuck. Um, oh yeah. You, you yeah. Have, you <laughs> have two controllers, and then like yeah, I think your, I think you can change it, but the left left one would be like your shield. And then your right one would mm. be like your sword, and you can actually like sit there and like you know slash your sword and then bring up your shield if you need it. <laughs> uh, I, that, that's fine. I I don't walk into a house and you see a grown ass man <laughs> at the TV with you, and he's like, "I can find another controller for that one." But I like, see the appeal. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's, it's something that I, I hope it works. But like you know, he did say that he'll make the game you know playable just by using the buttons. Which mm. is, which means no one would miss out, um, and yeah, you already touched on that monster hunter rise. I love the way they just—it's such a monster hunter way to introduce monsters. They just like yeah, give them yeah. like four seconds of them doing their thing, and that spider one was the one that I was actually quite excited for. It's like I mean, a I, arachnid. It's like I hate spiders. I have fear of insects. So oh, real? Yeah, it's funny, bro. I'm not scared of like mice or mouse or anything. I, I walk it up, pick it up. But I, t- I just get real awkwardly like thin when I see like mm. a spider or it's crazy. Damn, yeah. Monster Hunter looks amazing, man. Like I'm so yeah. fired up for it. It looks Hunter, good on the Switch, right? Eh? You know what I'm excited is the fact that you can play it handheld. Handheld. Yeah, man. <laughs> So I like it because you can just sit outside, have a coffee, play, take a you to work, and that's 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 why, man, I love my light so much, man. Is the fact that you can just like do anything, even go to the toilet, play it with it, like it's it's, and you get to play Monster Hunter while like yeah, man, just man, that's so cool. Finding your own com- com- comfortable spot yeah. and just you know, I feel sorry for console players, man. They don't get to experience. The, they're missing out. They're missing out. Yeah, mm. missing out. Yeah, I think that was that was all pretty much. I had one disappointment though. What was, was your disappointment? They never announced anything Pokemon. I mean, it's. I think it's fair enough, man. I Pokemon's uh, had the limelight for like the past. It's funny because in the Nintendo world right now, like all the um, all the people who like love Pokemon, you know how they came out with that Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Hmm. Um, so that that covers the Kanto region, which is like the first eight badges, you know, the one to one fifty Pokemon. Oh, the what next... is that? Is that is that like let's go Eevee? Is that pretty much part of Sword and Shield, or is that like a a, a sequel to Sword and Shield? No, nah, it's like a remastered of Pokemon Red and Blue. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, you you rest the you... exact same gym leaders and the Elite Four. It's just that. Yeah, it's just different the way that you catch Pokemon and, and battle. What use Eevee for? Are yeah, all Pokemon? The... Are all Pokemon? I use Eevee. Use something else. Like, yeah. Let's go Blastoise or... <laughs> or let's go Blastoise. Let's go Charizard. That's that sounds like a good. That sounds like a good name. Yeah, yeah. They should have done sure. that actually. Yeah, she's pretty good. Um, but yeah, so a lot of people are looking forward to um, Let's Go Johto. 
to be announced, which is the one with Lugia and Ho'o. Those legendary oh, Pokemon. Remember when Lugia was like this mythical thing? Like, Bruh, he just looked like a badass. That's all. <laughs> but now, like power wise, Lugia gets slapped around. Eh? like from the amount of Pokemon that's released. Bro, Wait, did you, did you know that you know, um Pokemon? I think it's. I'm pretty sure. But don't butcher me before this, but black and white. I think um they they came out with like the 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 Pokemon God, like the Pokemon that created all the Pokemon. And What's you can, his name? Acreus. Acreus, oh I God. think. Oh, and they kind of look like the four-legged kind of... Yeah, it looks like a horse. Like a... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's the Pokemon God, and he's the creator of all Pokemon. That's how yeah. that's how much Pokemon has been released. That It's gotten to the point where you're able to catch the God of Pokemon. Is he the strongest Pokemon? Um, a lot of people would say he would be the strongest. Only because he's the creator. How would you catch it? Is there only one of it, or is there heaps of it? One of it. But obviously, there's heaps of it. But yeah, everyone have one. Everyone should have one by now. I think I would imagine that would be the hardest like battle in your life if you were to try to catch the God of Pokemon. I think God of Pokemon should be off limits. Like you can't capture it because it's, oh, it's yeah, it's a god. You're gonna just hunt down a. But what 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 three Pokemon would you take to fight that Pokemon? What three Pokemon? Yeah, if you had to choose three to go and fight. Ooh, fuck, man. Well, I'll name my one. I'll choose Mewtwo. I'll choose Mew, and I'll choose uh, what's his name again? Um, Gengar. Gengar. <laughs> I like it. You know what's funny? Liz traded me her Geng- like a Pokemon Go. Uh, yesterday I made her trade me her Gengar. Hey, nice. Uh, yeah, her Pokemon Go is stacked, bro. She's still playing it. Yeah, she's almost oh level my. forty, bro. You know how level oh forty is like she's level thirty-eight, but bruh, yeah. her. But I mean, that's her proud thing. She actually show off because I'm like level twenty-six. But yeah, who? Which three would you choose to fight the God of Pokemon? Um, I'll probably choose. Uh, damn. actually, I don't know because there's so many to choose from. Um, probably just. I'll probably go Mewtwo as well. Uh, no, actually, no, no, scrap Mewtwo. I'll go Mew, and then I'll go Rayquaza, which is that green dragon-looking Pokemon. Is Rayquaza really that strong? He's pretty strong. He's pretty strong. Um, yeah, and then I'll take... Um, damn. I'll take... Shit. Man, that's not for ages. You gotta take Mewtwo. Why? Why wouldn't you take Mewtwo? Mewtwo's stronger. Mew's the original. Yeah, but imagine having a stronger version. Mewtwo's not stronger than me. Well, it oh, sounds get strong. out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's the second one, man. Yeah, I don't so know. Mew, would you concede Mew's the strongest? Nah, not the strongest, but he's definitely stronger than Mewtwo. Ah, oh, Mewtwo just looks cooler. Mew looks he does like... look cooler. Mew looks like what you'd want to introduce to someone not to hurt their feelings. And Mewtwo looks like what you'd introduce to the world if you want to, if you want to give them like a, that's cool. So <laughs> what was your last Pokemon? What was your last Pokemon? Uh, my last Pokemon, I'll probably just say Charizard because he's my favorite. Charizard gets slapped. <laughs> Bro, my Gengar will slap Charizard. Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gengar's yeah. so cool, man. He's the cool ass Pokemon. He is, and he's, he's actually... 
favorited by a lot of people. Like, have you seen, like, um, I don't know if you've seen it on, on Reddit or something, but they came out with, like, this sleeping, like, um, mattress, or, like, it's a, what's it, no, sleeping bag, and, like, mm. Gengar's mouth is open, and that's where you put your head, and the tongue yeah. rolls out to be, like, a mattress. So that you're cool. you're sleeping in Gengar's mouth, and then his tongue that rolls out all the way out um, mm. is the mattress. mattress. Yeah, that is cool, man. I like <laughs> Gengar. It took me ages to coerce Lazelle to give me Gengar. She wouldn't give Gengar at all because it's it's one of her one of her strongest, one of her favorite Pokemon. Yeah, but I managed to do it. Gengar's like my. Age. I want to get a Gengar tattoo over here. <laughs> nah, I'm not that <laughs> Okay. Oh, I like mate. it. Mate, that's it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so a lot of people are looking forward to Let's Go Johto, and then a lot of people are also looking forward to the remastered versions of um, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. I think I only I remember think. Sapphire. I don't yeah. know. Sapphire was probably the only Pokemon game I played on my 3DS. Yeah. Either Ruby or Sapphire or Pearl and Diamond. Yeah. No, Pearl and Diamond. People are looking forward to that remaster. Because it hasn't been remastered yet. Um, Ruby's Ruby and Sapphire has been remastered on a 3DS. What region uh, is um? What region is thing is Pearl and did you say Pearl and Diamond? Pearl and Diamond. I think that's the Kalos region. Kalos. I'm not sure. I'm not... To me, is Johto is the only Johto Kanto. Is it Kanto yeah. a region? Kanto is the first one, and then Johto is the second one. Yeah. Those are the only two. Yeah. That I was ever a fan of. After that, it just started getting weird for me. It did, yeah. Now, the same for me. I did some Pokemon that I don't like. I don't even go near. I can't believe of... you still kept up with Pokemon, man. Like all the way up until now, <sighs> and I just like fruit. I love the man. Grew up, childhood game and childhood uh, TV show, anime, cartoon, <laughs> anime, cartoon. But yeah, cartoon yeah. So that is uh, Nintendo Direct and. Um, yeah, that was my only disappointment. Everything else was amazing. I always love how um, Nintendo do their things. And you know, the one thing I really appreciated is that because a lot of people were looking forward to Breath of the Wild 2. I um, was. That's 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 what I was. That was yeah. the main thing. Then I, Monster Hunter. I, find, I found it so cool how the creator came out and said, you know, we're still working on it. Um, it will be, we'll have some more news about it this year. Um, and then he's like, but for the meantime, here's a remastered of, <laughs> you know, Zelda Skyward. And it kind of gives people something to play until the next big installment the to the franchise. Yeah, to Zelda. It's going to, the they, they have, to, it's kind of like what we were discussing before about using nostalgia. Is, is it unfair that we judge games based off nostalgia? Mm. That yeah. I think what they're going to try, may, hopefully they nail it is to make two not fall into that same trap that people fell into when they like one like first Breath of the Wild. You know what I mean? They have the, all the expectation just to go into because right now I'm I'm close to getting halfway through Breath of the Wild, but and I, I man, I absolutely love the game, man. Like I've I've got this like like this 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 weird type of love for the game that it's it's it takes me back to my childhood gaming days. Yeah. That's the way I feel about it. That's pretty much what it is, yeah. It's just I such hope... an old school formula. Yeah. You're right. But done really well. Really well. Yeah. Extremely well. And you get to play it handheld. Yeah. That I wouldn't the winner. I don't know if like I'm, what does what does Breath of the Wild feel like on TV when oh, you play it on like a monitor? It's amazing. 
It's does it? Yeah, it's like right in your face, <laughs> like all this magnificent like views and all that stuff, but like right in your face. I feel like it's like the way the game's been like uh, kind of designed, the way it looks, and I think graphical wise, I think it kind of feels a bit more. See, I've, I've never disclaimed I've never played it like on a monitor, but it feels like it's it's meant for the handheld. Like mm. when I play it and you run around on your character, I kind of feel like, wow, this is, this is kind of like a, this should be on a, this should be handheld. I get what you but mean. Should... Yeah. Because it's like Pokemon. Like, that's what it's... I mean. That's, that's, that's what it kind of feels like. Yeah. I, I, I find, I kind of struggle a little bit to play Pokemon um, on the TV. I prefer to play Pokemon handheld only because that's how I've been playing it for the last. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's yeah. how you've always been playing it. Like mm. on your, your, Oh man! But, but like, it's, I, yeah, it's good to see. It's like visually pleasing seeing, like your one of your favorite games like blown up on a big screen. I thought I, what I heard was that people were thinking as well that there was going to be news on a new uh, Nintendo Switch Pro, like some sort of news. Oh uh, yeah, as well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they too early. Switch eh? Pro. Yeah, they didn't yeah, too one. early. I mean, I I know why it's because of mm. the next gen, you know, PS Five and Xbox. But yeah, man, Nintendo is doing so well already just by sticking to what they're doing and doing it well. They've got yeah, a huge just... market, got a huge market. That's what I mean. Like it's they've they've man. We, I mean, for for now, I'd rather play my Switch than anything else. Switch really? and my Xbox. Yeah, Switch is like I said, it's. I like it because I can I take it around with me. Like when I went pack and save today with uh, Liz and stuff, you know, I was walking around with my switch and she took ages, man. So I just went and sat down at a bench near outside pack and save Sylvia Park and I was yeah. just playing on my switch. People are like, bro, look at this goon ass man playing it. <laughs> bro, fun, funny, funny you mentioned that me and um, me recommended to do our laundry like yesterday. Um, and then while we're waiting for our laundry, like, you know, how you can like detach the joy cons from my switch. Yeah. I gave her one and I had one. They were playing like, a, like, um, a, um, the game called Mario party. Yeah. We sat there for yeah, like an hour just playing that and that was real fun, man. I mean, like, you know, obviously if, 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 if I wasn't, if I didn't have anyone with me, I would have played it just handheld, but it's good to know that there's an option to take off the joy cons. Give it to someone else and play two player. That's true. I mean, mm. that's I think that's a benefit of having Joy Con. Did you experience today? One of your mates at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, but I hate like I hate the fact that like it's you take it off, put it on, take it off, put it on. Like eventually, it's gonna get to a point where it's gonna wear out. But uh, you can always buy a new one. Like mm. I guess you can always buy a new one. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the main thing why those Joy Cons kept getting ruined is because kids normally. Were the ones who took it off, and they normally had a Nintendo Switch, or like the parent would have a Nintendo Switch and would give it to the kid to play with, and then they'll eventually like you know wear it out as they I mean, play. Obviously, it's gonna wear out over time if you keep like detaching, attaching, detaching, attaching. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, man, it. that's Nintendo. Um, and yeah, over back to you, uh, Ricky. Thank you, Simba. That was that was enjoyable, and shit, man. You, you must see the new, uh, the new, uh, you must see the new, uh, host bro, now. Bro, can I do the intro? <laughs> <laughs> you definitely, if, if that's how the discussions are gonna bro, be going forward, you can, you definitely will take lead on your topics. 
because for a disclaimer there are people our topics we kind of discuss amongst us and for the past couple of podcasts i i normally pick the topics but um this has worked out really well and nintendo direct was a uh, simba idea so i think moving forward simba will choose his own topic and he will he will lead it the discussion nice, nice. Well, good. good stuff simba thanks man Moving on to our second segment, which is our anime segment of the show. And for our second uh, segment of the show, we will be talking about uh, anime animators and their pay description. If you guys didn't already know, people who are well aware of anime and manga and stuff know that the creators, the animators who live in Japan, who often create these marvelous pieces for us to enjoy, they often are on the short end of the stick. And what I mean by that is that they are normally paid peanuts for all the hard work that goes into, you know, animating these shows that we that we um, really love. And from a bit of study, it's been uh, from an article that came out on comicbook.com, a, a couple of animators have come out and talked about their pay packet and how much they get paid. On average, they earn about $670 USD, US dollars a month. That is yeah. that is complete peanuts because if you're thinking about money to pay someone to 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 survive in their livelihood, that is small. Which usually annually they earn about six thousand seven hundred dollars. I think was the figure a year. So with that said, me and Simba, we want to give our takes and try to talk about solutions that we, as the anime uh, community, anime consumers, and for you guys listening out there who are anime fans. What we can do collectively as a community to um, help these people, like may may it be um, us showing our support in in the way we watch our anime, which is uh, I think is the best way. But me and Simba will get into that. So Simba, my friend, um, before I give my hot take, how do you feel about hearing that news, and what do you think can be done, or what are certain ways that we can as consumers do to help support these anime animators? Man, I, I was actually pretty shocked. I was actually really mm. shocked at how much they make. That is absolute peanuts, man. About, I think, or, or, what what do you say? Or like 600 something a, a month. month. They, a month. $70 US dollars. Oh, man, that's crazy. That's, I don't know how you can, I don't know. I think, I, I guess like, when I, when I was, when I was thinking about it, like, you know, these, like, how does their pay work exactly? Like, does it depend on the anime that they're animating for, or does it depend on the studio? Or it, it's it depends on the studio, and normally they get paid normally by normally by chapters from from the research that I've gathered. They normally get paid mm. by chapters. Oh, really? Uh, I don't. I wouldn't assume it'd be by hours because they work a ton of hours a day. Normally, yeah. twelve to fifteen hours a day. Is a normal day for a anime animator. Yeah. Oh man, I think I I was just shocked at how much they make because, like, I, I the video that um that I was watching, <clears throat> um you know it, it it fluctuates like their their income and there's no real like steady like you know for, like for me like I have a steady um income and and you pretty much have a steady income depending if you pick more hours or 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 not going to work, but like these people like. They don't, they don't dictate like how they get paid, and then that that's kind of that's kind of scary. Like, There's no unions, no such thing as unions. Yeah, in, true. In Japan, 
and like you know the it's it's such a skill man to be an animator it's such a skill like um you know i've i've seen like um you know um one of our guys here ninja gaming blinks you know when he does his animating like you know it, it takes a while there's it, it, nothing that's not easy um to do those to do that kind of stuff and if, if these guys are puffing out hours and hours of like you know making solid animations for like a good anime man, they're not getting their money's worth to be honest i think if us paying for subscriptions for like Crunchyroll and anime lab and all that kind of stuff if that does go back to the animators then definitely that is the best way to support those people who are animating yeah i agree i don't know how any other way uh, they would like whether they have like their own donation page I, I i do remember though that the video that i watched um the person who was talking was it a girl or a guy the video they shared it was a girl eh? girl yeah yeah <laughs> so she um no no no. i just thought non-binary using a Oh, come on. Please. I identify as a, as a man, but I identify as a zero, woman. Zero, one, one, zero. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the, the thing with, with her is that she works for that studio, and then she also she's also a freelancer mm. as well. So I think that's, um, you know, if, if you want to support, like, your favorite animator or something, because, you know, they'll have it in the credits. Um, yeah. And if you know that, you know, you particularly like this animation style and, and you really appreciate the work that's gone behind it, Maybe take some time to look at the credits, find out who the animator is. Probably a high chance that they'll be a freelancer as well, because if they're not making enough money from the studio, they're probably trying yeah. to hustle the, another way. Um, so find out, yeah, who they are, and probably find them on Fiverr or something like that, or or whatever. Um, and maybe just chuck them. Only fans. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, chuck them a lazy donation. You know, if, if um, if that's that's another way we could help them um but yeah in regards to that that's all i have i'm, I'm just that's absolutely shocking how much they make when you say that's all i have it reminded me of the backstreet boy song there all i had to be oh shit like, you kind of sound like them yeah i was i was approached by i was approached by backstreet sorry mate. young um, I kind of fall in the same line as you. I think um, anime animators, for the work that they do, they definitely deserve uh, much more. If not, like, hourly paid work, like I said, then I think it should, like, they should pay them a, a reasonable pay packet because you're mm-hmm. talking about people's livelihood. But I think you're right because there are a lot of them are freelancers. They're not able to kind of sit in their company and earn, um, you know, a subsequent amount that could help support them. I know a lot of big studios like Netflix who have who have got their own anime studios who are in the works to make certain things like that. They've they've kind of had a a deal with certain anime studios where they will pay and put forward the money to able to to get the anime uh, or the animation out. So they actually pay you know relatively all right money that they can support each other. But you're right when you said freelancers, a lot of anime animators are freelancers. So they kind of go around looking for the best deal that they're able to pay or able to get for them to be able to pay uh, themselves. Because, bruh, if I was earning $670 a month, I, I think Lazar would have left me. Shit. <laughs> would have left me, because you can't support anything no, $670 a month. Like, that's probably what you earn in a day, Simba, 670 a day. 
Shut up. I don't want to give me that, man. Nah. No way. After, after that pay rise that your teacher's union had a strike for, right? you guys must be getting paid like, what, 200K a year? Nah. 300. No, no way. <laughs> what are you on, man? <laughs> but considering like, it's not a lot of money, like, I'm trying to wrap my head around what I could do with $670, like, a month. Well, this girl did live with her parents, so. Yeah. Oh, but, okay. But, like, but, again, yeah. you, I think she did express that she wanted to kind of, like, move out. But Yeah. You, Japan got a high cost of living in certain areas, especially in, yeah, in Tokyo, bruh. It's expensive. Oh, okay. Expensive in Tokyo, only because it's the main hub. And I remember yeah. when I was growing up, I always had this, like, this, uh, this, this, this dream of moving to Japan mm. and staying there with my partner. But it's funny because the older and older I got, I was like, mm, I like Japan. I just like Japan as like a country and some and somewhere that I can go visit. But I don't think I'd want to live in Japan as mm. much as we enjoy like the culture. I think I'd want to go visit Japan for like a couple of weeks. But then I love New Zealand, man. New Zealand is is home. Like I don't think there's any place else that you would want to raise your kids than New Zealand. And New Zealand's a perfect place. Perfect. Yep, I agree. Oh, yeah. So solutions before we just run off and run off something else. Solutions. I think if you have the opportunity, or if you if you do have the money, please watch your anime through subscription shows. Crunchyroll, and I think Anime Lab to a certain extent give back a small portion from our fees to the anime studios that you know they give them the license to show their shows and that money normally trickles down all the way down to the animators is from the article that i read so if you guys do have the money please i urge you guys to watch a subscription based mm. like i i get watching it from pirated websites but i don't know how you guys can keep clicking the ads off and like you've got like the small like hentai pop-ups on the side and you've got like you know it's it's Watch a subscription base. There's nothing better than watching an anime in 1080 HP, HP, HD. It's HP. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> HD. There's nothing better than watching it in, in full HD 1080. And you're only paying like a cup of coffee a month. Pretty I mean, much. Well, much. 11 bucks is, a, is a, New Zealand's around 11 bucks. So maybe that's like two cup of coffee. Two coffees. Two coffees a month. Yeah. Pay to watch it the right way. And that's how we support these people who make all these really good shows for us to enjoy only way to support them and like Simba said if you if you maybe see the credits and you you see the name of the animator maybe just do a little bit of research see where they are and see if you can kind of you know give them monetary funds instead like i don't say give them 200 dollars, but you know if they have some sort of like go fund me page or some sort of you know fundraising yeah. you know maybe that way or share their work mm, because that's another way to yeah yeah Anime creators, they're a small, they're, they're still like a really small minority when it comes to um, anime as a big whole, you know. A lot of the big studios that produce um, the animations who put the money behind it normally get a lot of the money that uh, consumers give. Mm. So, yeah. Support your anime animators. <clears throat> one, Moving man. on to our second part of our anime segment is the latest episode of Attack on Titan. Mm. Attack on Titan so far is building up to a what I would hope will be a dramatic ending. But before I give you my take, Simba, what did you think of the latest episode of 
Attack on Titan. I enjoyed it, eh? Actually, Did you? Yeah. Before before you you go on, I thought this episode was more slow. It was slower paced and slower than the previous episode. It Karen. was it was slower than the previous episode, but you know, I, like you already know what my things are with the other episode. But this one was, you know, it it, it, it followed like right after all these events happened. Um, and then, like, it kind of gave us gave gave us like a little mystery at the end, you know, with that weird Titan that was just lying mm-hmm. there, um, you know, just trying to crawl to to the wall. Um, yeah, I don't know what that was. What um, episode was that? The recent was that one. recent? Oh, wait, wait, was that at the start of the end? Near the end. Remember, and, and and they're going, they're going to the, they're almost approaching the place where they turned the Aldeans into Titans, and they threw them off the wall. Oh, okay, I might have missed that part. You missed that. Carry- oh. Yeah, the, the 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 scout regiment, they they went out to do some scouting, and then um, they found a Titan, and it was like kind of like a Titan with like a like, it had like a big torso and like small legs and small arms. And, yeah. and it was just sitting there on the ground, but it looked like it was using its teeth to like claw its way to the to to where they to where they live to the wall. Oh, area. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think, I I think just, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think my favorite part of the episode was when oh, man, everyone was. It's so funny because you forget about this, but like you know how they were talking about like Armin and why they saved him and how everyone knew that it should have been Erwin that should have been saved. I loved how they brought that back. Wait, I kind of feel like I watched the wrong episode. Did you watch the wrong episode? No, 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 no. Wait, wait. And, um, (laughs) wait, wait. It's okay. okay. This was the episode where Mikasa finds out where she's really from. What? You must have watched the wrong one, bro. No, I watched the recent one. The recent one. What episode was that one? That was episode. The recent one is the one um, where Mikasa finds out where she's really from. Oh, I lost the wrong one. <laughs> what the? What episode did you watch? Oh my gosh. You know what I watched? I watched season three, part one. Oh, because I didn't watch that one. The last episode you... of that one. That's what I'm thinking when you said Chloe the Titan. And I, that doesn't sound like the season. This sounds like last season. Oh, there we go. Oh my goodness, Simba <laughs> Sensei! I will rework your your anime <laughs> your your anime uh, name. You just that's like I was like yeah. That, I think that's why I was when I was listening to you. Talk oh about, my gosh! I can't, I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm not giving you mini. Oh yeah, and you know the part when Mikasa finds out where she's really from. Actually, like, no, no, actually talk about it. Like, what, what actually happened? No, I, I, don't I, 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 I don't mind. I don't mind. I really don't mind. I just, oh my well, what did you think about it? What did you think about think, the latest episode? Okay, what I thought about the episode was that it was much slower than the previous episode. Mm. You know how you last episode you disagreed that um or you you hated the fact that it was really slow. This one yeah. was even slower. Only because it, it kind of dives into the psyche of of Aaron, like Aaron, like I, in this episode he, I won't discuss specific details. I'll let you go watch it because I don't want to ruin it for you because it's, it's a good episode. But 
it really dives into to to kind of to Aaron's psyche because he's kind of like he's starting to go off the like off the gate now. He's kind of like out the gate. Mm. He has this like it's almost like he's like so set on one goal and it kind of dives into a psyche of why he's like kind of like why he's kind of behaving like that, the mm. way that he's acting, the way that because he's more aggressive than ever in this episode. That's the most aggressive I've seen Aaron in a while. Mm. And it kind of clashes with everyone else's ideals because Armin and the rest of the group, Coney and them, they're kind of worried about him. They're kind of questioning like, man, this guy is really, he's really out the gate. And you know, it's funny because it's so clear to see, but Mikasa is still defending him. I'm just shocked because even Mikasa can see that this guy is starting to to become like a, like a, like from what it seems like he's turning into a bad guy. That's what mm. it seems like. He wants to do good, but he'd, 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 it's like he'd rather destroy the rest of the world so that him and his friends can live. It's kind of like the ideals or kind of like where it's going. Yeah, but it's it's funny you say that because I, I do see how how Aaron's kind of changed because remember how he, he kind of disregarded, you know, how they laid siege to the, to the city of Mali? Mm. Um and like you know he did something that he wasn't supposed to do and it forced the um it forced those guys to come out um the what are they the, the scouts sc- yeah. scouting regiment yeah, yeah scouting regiment yeah. and he wasn't supposed to so it's kind of like uh, he's kind of reckless he's kind of become more reckless now he wasn't as I don't think he was ever this reckless before like he always kind of took into account like his friends and made sure that they're safe before he kind of nah, like, he's this episode it's it's it's, it's... It's gone even worse. You see mm. him do something to a team member that they're just like, man, what, what the hell's going on? Oh, like really? he's he's just like, it's like it's it's kind of like unhealthy because back it's kind of like if he was who we thought he'd be, he'd be the type of person who could like the only way to cause more harm, like the only way to stop like um, violence is to stop um, stop spreading more violence. But it, it doesn't seem like he cares. So it's kind of like he'll murder this generation and that generation will grow up and then feel hurt and murder them back. Like, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe like I've, it, Aaron has grown so much as well that I'm kind of like just taking my time to get used to this new Aaron. That's just like, I hate the world, you know, I want to kill everyone. I don't, it's, it's weird because I don't really like it. But then you also learn about, like, I don't want to ruin it, but your Mikasa has like an interesting storyline after like the latest episode. And I think, yeah. The only thing, my only takeaway from that episode is weird seeing the transformation that Aaron's going through because he's, it's, it's, it, it refers a couple of times to Sasha's death and him like just mm. not being, him smiling and laughing when Sasha died. It's, 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 yeah, it's weird. I thought it was a weird thing, but I like the politics of this episode because you kind of seen, uh, you see certain politics and power plays from, where you find out where Mikasa is actually from and how that connects to Aldean to the Aldeans. It's, it's, it's True. a pretty, it's a good episode. Like you really see the politics of everything and what they, uh, what they want to do against the enemies and, and Zeke Yeager and Zeke Yeager is actually Aaron's brother. They have the same dad. There we go. That's the connection. Yeah. Don't kill me. I think that's, 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 I think that's what that is. If I heard correctly, but, um, I think that's yeah. why, like, um, Oni was like, "Wow, oh, these guys are like." You know how I was like seeing, like, is that his dad? Like, is that his dad? yes, same yeah. last name. <laughs> but he probably already knew that this whole time he was Zeke's dad left Mali and came to 
came over to uh came over to our to the audience side um but yeah hopefully next week our next podcast we can discuss this um anime episode <laughs> in full properly because simba went and watched the wrong episode oh my. you know it's funny because i was like the end of the episode of they at the ocean and i'm like why did they go back to the ocean I was pretty sure I've seen this before. Like, I can't believe I sat there and watched it, and I was like, I'm, it never occurred to me that I was actually, because I actually have seen it. Because I remember that at, at the end of the episode, Aaron's like, Oh, um, at the end of the sea, there's more enemies. There's not freedom, it's more enemies. And like, more enemies, he, had yeah. this, he had this thing like, look, We have to get over there and kill all our enemies, and then we'll have Just freedom. look at Aaron. He does, he looks younger there. He doesn't have as long <laughs> that he has. That's, you know what? It's funny because I thought you were the time skip because I was going to be like, bro, they did the time skip pretty good. Like, you know, they talked about, <laughs> they cut his hair, like me cut his hair. That's shocking, man. You're a teacher. You're a teacher and you couldn't. Oh, forgive me. Forgive me. It's like going through critical reading and you just skip, you just skip like the, you oh just skip gosh. like one whole chapter. That was horrible. Anyway, I will yeah. catch up with the episode because it sounds like it's a really good one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. All right. <laughs> it's good. It's like I said, it's it's uh it'll be good for our next topic. And you do and as I was, we humans are not perfect. We have our we have our shortcomings too. <laughs> Move on to the next one. Move on. <laughs> Moving on to our next subject. Uh, our last discussion is going to be about Tesla. Tesla is synonymous with the world famous modern day Tony Stark. A lot of people yeah. refer to so Mr. Modern Day Tony Stark, Elon Musk is his name, and his company Tesla. And he has um, he has been a father of innovation, especially in the tech industry. Here in Asian Gaming, we discuss pop culture, anime, gaming, and also tech. But leading into our first topic is that we will be discussing our first topic, our first uh, topic of the segment of our last segment is we're going to be talking about Tesla and how Tesla's innovation has moved forward to change the world. Number one, we will be discussing the Tesla Model S, which will be shipping shortly, which comes with a 10 teraflop gaming computer, which kind of almost in the same realm as the Xbox Series X and the PS5, which has a 10.2 teraflops of power, which for mm. a car is amazing. Mm. Having a having a PC PC in your computer in, in your car, which is amazing. Second, we're going to be discussing Neuralink and Neuralink is a chip implantment that will be taken to your head, which will help cure certain diseases and certain things. We will be discussing that. And lastly, talking about Elon Musk and his plan to colonize Mars by 2050. So, yeah, getting into our first topic of final segment is Tesla's Model S. And Simba, what did you think or what did you think of the announcement? of Tesla coming out with a 10 teraflop gaming computer set up where you can play Witcher 3. Toss a coin to your Witcher. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, like, it, the idea is good. Like, the idea is there. Like, you know, the, the one thing that you've always wished as a kid is hmm. to have a console built into your car so that you can sit there while mom and dad are driving and you can just play your games. And that's yeah. such an old school dream, and like now it's like kind of like finally coming true. Um, but I think it's amazing that they've included like a 10, uh, 10 teraflop 
gaming system. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. Gaming and computer. teraflops, like, that's, you got to have a lot of power to run that CPU processing thing. And yeah. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, I mean, I'm pretty sure you will. Like, he, he, he can pull it off. Um, I hope that, like, you know, that you can, that the power's there enough to run the car and all its other, like, fancy features, as well as the 10 teraflop gaming yeah. um, rig um, in, in, in the car. Yeah. I, I, I think it's cool. I, I actually think, you know, the, the whole car, I actually think it was really cool. Like, I, I looked at um, the design of the steering wheel, um, and it actually kind of represent or some really similar to like a formula one, um, yeah, steering wheel. Formula one steering wheel yeah. And like, they have like all these buttons on the steering wheel so that you don't have to take your hands off. Um, and another thing that I found out about the Tesla, um, the, the new Tesla coming out is that they don't have a drive selector. Mm. So you don't select whether you put it into drive or neutral or reverse or park it mm. it's a smart car that can detect whether you want to drive or you want to put a neutral or reverse yeah yeah reverse for you and stuff yeah yeah and, I, and i'm starting to think like you know is this tesla actually practical um as well as is it practical to have a gaming like i like i find it like you know the obviously if you buy a tesla mm. you're the one who's gonna be wanting to play the game right yeah, yeah. So you're you're driving, but you, you know you, you're not going to be driving and playing the game at the same time, obviously. You can like it's you can no, play no the way. game while you're driving. Yeah, but you don't have to play. Other people like your passengers can play it. Oh yeah, I know like, that. But yeah. like, yeah, yeah, you're the one who's buying it for you. So how how often can... how often would you? I mean, like, yeah, you can play like you know when you're parked up, but like. Maybe, you know maybe... you can autopilot you can like uh, you can put the gu- the car in autopilot and it'll drive for you oh, and you can really? just play one really it's that's the thing like i think um people's misconception is that it's a future it's a thing in the future but tesla a lot of tesla's innovations now you can you can auto drive your car you can just chuck it on autopilot and it'll just drive for you you can just sit back and just like like you can lie down read a book like play on your phone it it can auto park it's it's that's how unique Tesla is. Like a lot of people think that it's something fine if Tesla That's crazy. has cars they can do. It. My favorite my dream car is a Tesla Roadster. Twenty twenty version. It is amazing looking. Is that the big one? No, no. It's it's like a coupe looking version. Oh yeah, yeah, that, I know what you're about. Yeah. That in the truck. The Tesla. Oh the truck. truck, yeah, the truck is the big one. It looks boss, man. It looks like some sort of spaceship from outer space. Yeah. It looks like something that would land on Mars. That's like what Elon Musk compared Tesla Tesla is that think of a smartphone and think of a regular phone. That's the way you compare the two. And a smartphone is much more, it can do much more things than just a regular, say like a a regular flip phone, Mm. you know? And that's the way you should view Tesla as Tesla is. And it's weird that you think that, that, that you kind of thought that it was kind of like a thing outside of the, the, the realm. Of um, what a car could possibly do, but it's innovation is like the spice to to all things. In like, if oh, you're yeah. able to innovate, you're able to take things forward. Yeah. So, did you like? What, would you not just let the car autopilot? Will you just lie down and play with you? Oh, it's so like unnatural. 
that's what I mean. Like it feels <laughs> unnatural because it's 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 something new and innovative. Like what an actually like like what if some guy was like you know driving in the oncoming lane, and then yeah. he like swerved and was about to hit you. Would the Tesla like actually stop and like get out of the way? Yeah, like really? Tesla. Oh, that's so. Oh, that's you so need cool. like if if you go watch some more some videos and like a Tesla, it, it, it's it's such a smart car. Like it it does what I like. That's why I buzz up when I see Teslas in real life, like driving past them. I'm just like, bro, you have the smartest car in the world. That's so cool, and you choose to drive it. Like I think there's like a fun thing to be able to steer the car with the way you want it. But man, if that was me, I'd just jump in the car, bro. Like just auto like pilot and then i'll just sit back and just play my video game or like you know Bruh, i've seen a tesla anime. like twice that's i've seen two teslas in my life yeah yeah the, you've probably seen the te- yeah you've probably seen the was he the one that looked like a four-door sedan yeah it was a smaller one yeah yeah they've got like a lot of, they've got a lot of different versions of tesla mm. but i'm just amazed that you didn't know that you could do that is crazy well, then this car seems like <laughs> something to get or, yeah, man. Oh, I'm looking forward to it when it comes out and people are putting videos out on it. I like that they have, like, a screen for the gaming at the back. Yeah. I saw that, too. Like, it was, like, you know, where the, um, the compartment box is in the middle? In the middle, yeah. Yeah, like, behind that for the people at the back is, like, another screen. And they can yeah. play games on that, too, so... I mean, that's pretty honestly, cool. If you can run Witch and, and not lag or anything, then, mate, that's... Nah, that's the... Bro, you can't lag with a 10 teraflop a gaming computer. That And plus, like, that's you wouldn't so be... That is, that's why I absolutely love, like, innovation. When And when I think about the future, like, you'd want to do things that other competitors are doing. Yeah. And the fact that it's an electrical car is only a good thing because it's good for the environment. Mm-hmm. I've kind of said myself that like in 10 years I will Tesla. Nice. I, I just need to clear like a few debts because yeah. I, I originally wanted a uh, U. A U. You know, yeah. I, I originally wanted a U because I had the, I, I had the. You had the forest. Uh, I had well, the, the Explorer. No, the Explorer. Yeah. Then like, I sold that and like I do have like money to be able to go get myself like a good car that will last me for ages. But always, I've always been hesitant. To really invest in something just yet, mm. but seeing the Tesla, you know, maybe I'll save for, you know, another 10, 10 years before I kind of push the button on that, because that looks so nice, man. Like a smart car, like it's it's innovation, man. You don't have to drive. Isn't is that that's the how the, does that blow your mind? That means you don't need a license. I mean, you're, I think you still need a license because you're going to have to, like, certain cases you might want. I mean, if this is a smart car, you know. You... It's a smart car. The same way people thought the smartphone was something. Mm. What? You can video call? You can do all of this? You can send emails? That's, I, but I think it's so outside of what people really think a car could do that the Tesla hasn't really kind of, like, set into people's minds there. All right, I want a Tesla. They often say, oh, man. You know, mm. Tesla's amazing. The Tesla Roadster is fast. Crazy. I can't wait then. Be good yeah. to see what happens when that comes up. Moving on to our second segment, our last um, topic. 
we will discuss Neuralink, and Neuralink aims to implant wireless brain into the most complex human organ, which is our brain. It's been said to help neurological conditions like Alzheimer's, dementia, and spinal cord injuries, but it will ultimately fuse humankind with artificial intelligence. It can deal with um, ailments such as memory loss, hearing loss, depression, and insomnia. But I think what really gets people is the fact that humankind will be linked to artificial intelligence. And I think people have seen a film that kind of falls in direct line with what this seems like. And that, my friend, is Terminator and what Skynet was able to do to the human race. So discussing Neuralink, Simba, what, what, what was your first kind of ideas or your first thoughts when you heard about Neuralink and what Neuralink aims to do? But it's funny you say that. That's the first thing that came to mind was Terminator. <laughs> I was like, mate, this is there any movies that have warned us not to do this? It's Terminator One, Two, Terminator three. Two is the best Terminator. Yeah, I love Terminator Two. That's my favorite too. Two is the best. Yeah, that's the guy with the um, he's like you shoot him and he kind of like goes like big circles. It's kind of like liquid. Eh? Yeah, yeah, liquid metal, bro. Liquid metal, yeah. You know what was cool? Like it's this is good. This is a little, I just want to say this before. Do you have you watched Ready Player One? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember that small cameo where like um one of them gets melted into like somewhere and then oh no, I think it's the, one of the big robots. He gets melted into like a falls into the ground or somewhere. And then he puts his hands up and he puts Oh the yes, thumb yes, yes. And he yes, goes yes. down. Yeah. Bruh, like Lazar didn't know why I was so like like over the like I, I Lizard didn't know why that I reacted so like big to that because it had like a lot of like pop culture and cameo reference. Mm, yeah, like how they really Japan like had the the big. You see how Japan had the big Gundam. Mm. They came in to fight. Like, yeah. oh, that was cool. I love that part. Bruh, yeah. that was. But yeah, carry on to me. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I just think having neuro. I think Neuralink's. I mean, like even though like the the intention is good. I still think that they should hold off on it. It's still it's, in testing phases. Um, yeah, it's still it, in testing phases. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I, I read that um that they've tested it on monkeys, monkeys and pigs. Yeah, and they've from what I remember, um the Neuralink that they've used can teach a monkey how to use a computer, like turn it mm. on, turn it off, type something. And then they've also used a Neuralink to teach a monkey how to play a video game. I can't remember what video game it was, but it, from what Dota. they said is that... Huh? Should, Minecraft. Should, should be Dota. Minecraft. <laughs> you don't need a brain. Oh, mate, Dota, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, so they yeah they tested on monkeys and apparently so they've used the Neuralink to teach a monkey how to use a computer and also how to play a video game. I don't know what they've done with pigs, but from what I've read, that's what they've done so far, and that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty amazing, mm. um, but also pretty worrying um, because, like I said, man, movies have told us that if you ever fuse AI with a human mind, it's it's. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna go well because, mm. I mean, eventually the AI will just will just be. It's, it's more advanced than the human brain. Remember that I think we were talking about it before that 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 computer that could something about Dota. Oh, the computer that that played the Dota champion. Yeah, and, and beat it, them like yeah every single time. Eh? Was it? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you imagine that, like just just for an example, like imagine what could happen, like if AI like took over, like like the president of the United States or mm. Russia or you know they're those leaders, like you know, um, and all. <laughs> <laughs> bro all all it takes man is one person to have an idea on how to mm. take over the world and then that's it that's it eh? it's done man and like you got these neural links in your brains and then yeah it's, it's i think it's bad news and i think like another thing that like you know i don't even know it had nothing to do with neural links but this is just how scary it is how technology is going so far is that i've heard that um i don't know what company it is but there's a company out there that is that has started started developing like um some kind of digital um digital something of your loved ones that that have died and they use their digital footprint or digital footprint um to automate their responses to you so you can talk to them that is pretty cool that's pretty cool but like yeah. you know i think the next step there is to actually recreate your lost loved one but a digital yeah. version digital and, version of your loved one mate it's yeah it's scary it's scary because it's it's going beyond like nature mm. yeah anyway that's yeah. that's my that's my take on it um i think it's not a good idea they should keep testing keep testing but keep controlling it like keep it mm. under control, and under don't control. don't let it take over the world. Otherwise, Skynet, <laughs> I, man, shit. Skynet. But you know what's funny? Skynet was actually created in Terminator, like uh, to actually help you, man. Oh yeah. Turn on them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my thoughts on Neuralink is that, like I said, I'm 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 a sucker for innovation, and when I see people think outside of the square, like that, that's addictive to me because, mm. like, it's it's an idea that's so far away from the norm if it's if it can help improve life and innovative in a sense then i'm all for it when i seen the presentation that elon musk gave on Neuralink, and you see the little chip mm. and he was holding the little chip it's quite small it's about this size but it had um fine hairs like really really fine hairs which is kind of equivalent to the hair on your hair really really fine and what Neuralink does it's a chip that um what they the procedures that they cut like a little hole in your skull your skull is about 10 millimeters thick mm. they cut like a little hole and then they implant the chip and they implant it um, very finely that it doesn't cause any bleeding because if you're going to cause bleeding to the brain that that's one yeah, of the worst things in your head. Yeah. and they use a specialized machine to do the surgical procedure it's not by human hands because human hands that you know the expression that like you you have a surgeon's hand because it's real steady mm. when you're dealing with uh precious organs this 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 particular machine or robot is so fine and it's moving that it's this procedure will be performed by a robot so it cuts a hole in your head it inserts the chip and then the little wires the little fine haired wires they connect to the certain part of the brains um, they send signals and what they do they stimulate the nerves and sends commands and signals to the certain part of the brains which could be considered dead to give a reaction and that's how you get them to say things or to do things and the reason why I like it is that because when I said that it deals with neurological conditions like Alzheimer's, a lot of people, and I have a great auntie right now who is dealing with Alzheimer's, 
and she often forgets like a lot of things so if there was mm -hmm. some sort of like device that can help her memory or kind of kind of give her certain commands to respond to a person's like speech then i think that is cool i really think that's cool another thing that um neuralink does this is this is the cool thing about it is that if you have a chip right if you have a chip um neuralink chip in your head and someone else has a chip in their head as well you don't have to say what oh, you're thinking shut up you can... really yeah let's listen oh my gosh <laughs> the thing listen 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 you just think what you want to say and what it does is that the, you know the two chips right yeah. because they're it's gonna have bluetooth it's gonna have um yeah. it's gonna have um it's gonna charge like you charge like your apple watch like mm. you just lie it on the platform and the cool thing about it is that like because it's going to be interlinked you can speak to someone without saying what you want to say so i can just be like this to you and if you have a chip in your head we could just talk to each other without saying anything through like community and see it, that's idea seems so ludicrous and it's i think that's why you're chuckling but like if you think about it that's what innovation is like people have always thought of the future as as we're going to get to the stage where we can talk to each other without even oh like my saying gosh. but like these are the beginning stages of it like they've had success for animal testing um and stuff but it's slowly gonna they they wanted to have um human testing by this year is what i what i heard but wow. from from what i heard and what i was listening to on the joe Rogan, it's within the next three four years could be a very real thing which is cool they also saw in the presentation is that they're able to take it out from your head if you don't want it anymore take it out of your head and you just everything's fine you perform like a normal person like there's going to be no impacts on the brain but i think like this is this i think a lot of people with tinfoil hats are saying oh, that's how that's how like um you know that's conspiracy that's just for people to control your brain and your mind and, stuff. and i think there are certain things that you should be worried about like that like that's true but they wouldn't force from what i've what i've gathered they're not forcing anyone to get this so if you do want to get it get it and i'm the same like shit when i heard about it i instantly thought cyberpunk you know cyberpunk has kind of got like the chip kind of thing like yeah yeah i was like bro this could be cyberpunk like i'm so i love innovation so much that i just i just thinking of myself like in the next 10 15 years driving a tesla with a chip in my head like playing witcher free <laughs> so these are people with your brain <laughs> this is what i mean like it's it's like virtual reality is that's what's gonna eventually come bro you want to you want to know something i i heard like there was this lady i think a couple of years ago maybe 10 20 years where she um they had um certain this was like a this was like a research thing a scientist linked up um certain machines to parts of her brain that stimulate pleasure and what it does is that like it, 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 it stimulates pleasure by like hitting those pleasure points like so you're technically not touching yourself mm. but it stimulated her pleasure so much that she was kind of like she reached that stage of like ultimate pleasure all the time that she kept pressing the button for to keep you know to keep and that's crazy and that's through like virtual reality like that's crazy it's it's slowly trending towards that way that's why i kind of feel like tesla is gonna reach that point. like oh well, i'm not just the company Neuralink is tesla is different yeah like i don't know like what you think it's scary you, you you don't like the idea where this is going like it's it's good like you know like i said like you know they have good intentions i hope they have good intentions you know you can't really 
you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes until it actually all happens. But, you know, I'm, I'm more for innovation as well. But, like, stuff with AI, man, and mm. nothing's bound to go wrong, bro. And, you know, all it takes is one other person to have an idea and, you know, it just corrupts everything. And then that's what's it's scary about manipulated. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's scary about it, like, it going wrong. I'm not scared about the conspiracy theories. If this guy, Elon Musk, is creating things left, right, and center to, you know, improve human living or human life, um, then yeah, I'm all for it. Like, I like the whole Alzheimer's thing and, like, you know, curing, like, um, you know, things that, you know, we can't really cure normally um, straight yeah. away. Um, I don't know about the talking to each other with their brain thing but I mean, it's, it's cool but it's just like oh, come on you see that in cartoons and anime <laughs> nah that is cool oh yeah but like yeah i'm all for innovation bro but like it's it's just scary that it, it could go wrong that's it it just could go wrong mm. and something might just the ai might just develop itself and then like we've got another ultron from avengers that's true. Eh? I think I think sci-fi is just a death, like anime and and like gaming, just gonna enhance that. Mm. That like shit. This really could be bad for humanity. Be good. Mm. Moving on to our very last topic of our final segment, we are gonna be discussing Elon Musk and his plan to colonize Mars. If you haven't heard, Elon Musk has a company called SpaceX, which they specialize in sending rockets into outer space. So far, they've had a tonload of successful launches. And I think one of their, their most uh, well-known launches is that they sent, um, they took up a rocket and sent that rocket up to the space center out in space and send, uh, sent cargo there. But the hard thing about space, the hard thing that SpaceX has managed to nail is the fact that they're able to reuse the same rocket. A lot of people don't know is that when you use a rocket, normally it's a one-time use thing, which is really expensive because it costs over a couple hundred millions to create the ship. So imagine creating a ship, sending that out to space, and that, that's the only use for it because yeah. the rocket has to deal with space's atmosphere because space is like a vacuum. It sucks air, sucks everything out, and materials go up there that don't last long. So what Elon Musk has managed to do is they've created a rocket that's able to travel to space, and it's able to come back to Earth and land. That's crazy. Yeah. So Elon Musk's mega plan is by 2022, send a couple of people, astronauts, with cargo, oh no, send cargo only to Mars as a test run. And then after a couple of years later, by 2024, they will take cargo and crew there. And by 2050, Elon Musk plans to send a million people then to Mars. So after hearing that symbol, what do you think of Elon Musk's plan to colonize Mars? I think that's cool, man. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Like, I, I saw the presentation that he'd done. Um, I, watched it, I watched a bit of it and, you know, it's so similar. Mars is so similar to Earth. Mm. Like, um, you know, that's the landmass is like it's only a little bit smaller than Earth. Um, what is it? Like the day length is like almost the same. It's like forty minutes extra. Mm. So it's like twenty four hours and forty minutes. Temperature is like more or less the same. Um, I think the only difference is gravity. 
I think that there's less mm. gravity on Mars. Uh, yeah, holding and, you down. Yeah, yeah, holding you down. Um, yeah, I, I think it's cool. It, it, and this has always been on the table, man. Like, this has always been on the table. Like, people, I remember in in um, intermediate, you know, for for science, we're talking about like you know people living on Mars. And like uh, if it was actually a possibility, and like people were saying like it wasn't, and people were saying it, it is, but it's pretty much the only planet that's kind of like the um, that is really close to Earth's atmosphere, and it's actually I think it's actually doable. People can actually live and survive on Mars. The only thing is, obviously, is setting up a functional economy on there. How long would that take? Um, you know, I know it's an eighty-day trip, from what I remember, eighty days to get to Mars. Is it 80 days? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a couple of months. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 80 day trip. Um, and yeah, I think the the problem is is that you you have all this money to 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 spend on like um taking the rocket ship up and bringing it back and stuff and refueling and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Apparently, yeah. like apparently, um, Elon Musk is also trying to design like something that can refuel the ship in space because it can't yeah. make the one trip. It has to go, yeah. then refuel, and then go, and then come back, refuel, and then come back to Earth. Um, That's cool, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's designing that too. Um, but apparently, yeah, it's, it's about trying to get enough money and enough people wanting to go. I think that's the problem as well. Like, he doesn't, like, you need to have enough people wanting to go and then having them sacrifice the money um, to go and I think from um, it's really bad memory I think from his calculations he's saying that if enough people go um, want to go like they'll have to bring about like 200,000 um, dollars dollars yeah and that could that would pay for what they need to get there and also help set up like a economy outpost. or like yeah an outpost there yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it's cool man and I, and apparently Apparently, this um, Elon Musk, it's like the big picture, like he wants to colonize the galaxy. I don't know how that's going to go, but... That's, it's, yeah, that's a big thing. I think that's why he wanted to start with, because um, they, they wanted to, to, to build an outpost on the moon first, so they can mm. use that as kind of like a back and forth to Mars, yeah. and then from there to Mars. But you're right, the, the galaxy, I think, is a, is, is, a, is a bit of a stretch for our lifetime now. Mm. But I like how Elon Musk is thinking, if we set Mars as a president, our generation, to try to get there and at least kind of establish some sort of outpost there, mm. and they can use Mars as like an outpost to, to, to move from there to the next planet. And, to, and Titan, apparently Titan, you remember Titan? The, mm. the Titan from the moon oh, Titan on yeah. Destiny? Yeah. Titan is, was another livable, apparently it was one of, um, oh. it had this, almost the same atmosphere as, as uh, Earth. Yeah. Which is kind of, but, um, yeah, I, I think I'm on the same line as you, but I am ecstatic and I was like, man, I love the fact that it's, it's, you look to other, the fact that he looked to other planets as for us to be a interplanetary uh, species is awesome because you think about a long term earth, um, earth is not going to be here around forever. Mm. Like earth has a certain time frame where the sun will reach a stage where it becomes a supernova and the sun is going to die out. And when the sun reaches that, its gravity is going to be so powerful Earth towards it. And scientists and astronomers say that the end of the world is going to come by, if neither not by asteroid, 
by the sun eventually pulling Earth into its uh, into its uh, gravity, and we're just going to burn up. Mm. So I think it's it's brilliant for him to think about this now, you know, because what he's going to do later on is that I'll say, imagine our future generations are at least going to have a plan that they're going to be moving on to different galaxies. I know travel in space is is it takes months and years to get to to certain places, but I like the the fact that Musk now. It's, that's why I said innovation. This man is so innovative that he's thinking mm. about human race. Yeah, the human race. He's not only thinking about himself. He's thinking about what he could do, the footprint he can leave humanity. Mm. You'd be a famous man if you could make that trip. You'd be a famous man, and you're right. The fact that he's created a rocket ship that you're able to use not only once, but he wanted to use the the, the rocket ships um, regularly, like how you use a An airplane. airplane yeah yeah but it's 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 getting to space the the atmosphere and the, the way space works is that it eats at the it eats at the materials of the plane or your ship because it's just a vacuum and from what i've heard space smells like burnt um smells like something burning which is weird because it's a vacuum but yeah. i think it's brilliant do you like a million people by 2050? Do you reckon that's doable? A million people by 2050? Uh, might be pushing it a bit, but I reckon it's doable. I reckon, it's, I reckon he can do it. He can probably do it. You reckon? Yeah. If you were offered the chance to be one of those people, would you go? Man, I'll be old, man. I'll be like 80. By 2050? No. 2050, sorry. I'll be 60. Would you go? Nah. Say within the next ten years, would you go? If you got offered it. Uh I know. (laughs) Bro, I'm I'm on. If I got offered that chance, bro, I'm off. I'd want to be one of those people. I probably wait. It is kind of nerve. Like, whenever you're the first people to venture out into, like, say, when, like, the first people landed on on a continent, it's Mm. a scary thing, you know. Because you have to set up, like, life's not going to, people think, oh, you're going to be going there, you're going to enjoy life, but bruh, you're going to go there, you're going to be, you're going to be dealing with elements, like, imagine if you ran out of oxygen, <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it, I'll be the first one on the plane, on the rocket, if they offered me that opportunity, man, I am gone, 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 <laughs> at least I could say, man, if I died, I died out in space. <laughs> astronaut, not an astronaut. Astronaut, that an astronaut, uh, you need to be smart to be an astronaut. Yeah, nah, that, I've, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, oh, that's a, I, I can't wait till it happens. Like, when when it does, like, it, it's going to be such a, cause it's, it's so amazing, like, how, how, you know, how, like, you were just saying before, like, how people, like, traveled, like, the seas to, like, find new continents and find new land. Now that all the land's found, now it's going into space now, and, you know, that's, that's scary as. That's a whole new planet. Shucks. It's and that's what we as a human race should be like curious. Like like you have the whole galaxy to 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 travel. Like why would you not want to travel? Like we just don't have the technology. That's yeah. all. I reckon if we did have the technology like to you know travel to far distant galaxies like Rick like in not costing any time at all like 
that that'll be the difference like us like exploring space and finding new things because you know you know how long it takes to get into space man it's takes ages and if we can find if we can get the right technology and the right stuff put it together and and explore space like really quickly like that i think that'll just open up even more possibilities as well and shoot like even finding life on another planet man imagine if you get to mars and there's like already like a alien like aliens are like bro what are they like humans there like that 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 are like us look at them we see the cabal cabal in the high fighting and we see anna (laughs) bray guardian (laughs) that's see that's that's and from elon Musk said that like it's possible for the human race to colonize the galaxy in a million think about it we've only like what we're only in the 2000s human civilization recorded human civilization so imagine we'll be ancient people they'll look back and they'll see this podcast and be like man is this really what they were doing back in 2021 did they really predict that all this stuff will happen look at this ancient technology they're using this (laughs) it's a microphone because they'll be they'll be talking to each other through their minds each other doing podcasts oh man that's so boring talking through their mind yeah i think it's it's boring now because it's a foreign concept to us but like i said and later on in the future everything will seem much much normal mm. like now we're going to be genderless people to some people that i'm not a male like it's it's going to reach that stage but yeah <laughs> yeah man that was a that was a a a, a pretty interesting uh podcast that's a good say the that's least. some good topics man it's good variety there man yeah. Well done. Yeah. Anyways, um, we have got quite a lot of topics, and we have recorded longer than an hour, shall I say? Yeah, and more than an hour, Simba. Mm-hmm. Way more. Yeah. So, yeah, was there anything else you would like to add? Nah, nothing. Nothing much. Just looking forward mm. to um, doing the intro for this podcast. <laughs> after I watched the right anime, after I watched the right anime. Right <laughs> so, oh man, you're hilarious, man. You're a teacher and you couldn't, I just, I, don't, don't look at me. That's why I chuckled, man, when you were like, there's a Titan? I didn't see a Titan. And then you went into the other. I was like, oh, I can't that. believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> anyway, look. Yeah. Yeah, man. Nothing else. Nothing else for me. Nothing else. I'll spoil Sweet the podcast hair. again. <laughs> so where can people find you? Uh, Simba Sensei underscore NG on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. That's it. And also the same as me, uh, Ricky Senpai underscore NG. You can find me on Instagram. Find me on the Twitter, the Twits, and not on Facebook. We don't really use Facebook, but also our Facebook. We have Nijin. <laughs> we have Nijin. <laughs> the Twits. The Twits. Um, yeah. I don't know who I heard the expression from, but you can find us on Facebook as well, Nijin Gaming. Also, our YouTube, my friends, we've started recently uploading quite a bit mm. um, onto our YouTube. Our latest video is now with Simba. Me and Simba talk about how anime became mainstream. So you can head over to our to our YouTube, comment, like, and subscribe, and share your thoughts with us because we have a lot of other episodes you can enjoy thoughts behind. So nice, thank man. you for joining us on the latest episode of the Crossover Podcast. 
and we'll see you guys later. Sweet. See you. See you.